We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good Minute Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. I'd known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass. <laughs> we're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Robbie Hummel. And uh, we got some games, Rob. We got some I games know. under our some, belt some games that Some games that you really think highly of, according to your Twitter. Listen, I, I wrote a story uh, today slamming the first week of college basketball. Absolutely slamming it because, you know, you just don't have enough big boy games. And, and, and my whole proposal here and i talked to a bunch of coaches i did i talked to your boy paint i talked to nate oates muscleman scott drew a lot of these guys and my proposal is get whether it's 8 16 whatever it is there's enough network space for that first week now again monday night you're not having an espn because of monday night football but you can well, have you start just don't start it on monday night right have the you start on tuesday. tuesday that's right start it tuesday i'm fine with that Started Tuesday with a doubleheader on ESPN. Then on Wednesday, you got NBA on ESPN. Put it on Turner. Put two games on Turner. Thursday, put two games on FS1 if you want. Friday, we already have a Duke, Arizona on the deuce. So you can figure it out is what I'm saying. You get eight games between Tuesday and Friday, 16 teams. And you maybe you put some NIL deal attached to it. So the coaches have a little bit more incentive. Uh, maybe, um, you know, again, what I say is have it a made for TV event on May 1st, where you pick the matchups out of a hat or something like that. And, and that would I like that. I mean, anything that we can in the portal has made it to where there's kind of like an NBA offseason feel for a little bit of time, but yes. yeah, anything we can get outside of the season is a good thing. Are you with me or against? Because a lot of people are pushing back on me here. Well, like, before no, I answer, week's fine, and I'm like, how is it fine, Rob? I'm going to give you a stat. Monday night, there were 20 top 20, te- 25 teams that played. Michigan State lost. Take them out of the equation. Take a guess how many the other 19 teams. What do you think the average margin of victory was in those 19 games? 35. 39 points. 39 you t- you, points. I think you even already told me that, so it's a poor it's yeah. a poor job of remembering. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the case, all I'm saying is there wasn't a close game in the group, and everybody's going to point, well, Michigan State, look, see, there are great games. James Madison beat Michigan State. 
Again, I'm just saying there should be a couple big boy games every night. If you want to watch those games, you can watch the other ones. Yeah, right, right. What uh before I answer and give my two cents, yeah. what has been the main reason for the pushback? Just because of looking at coaches are gonna say I haven't had enough time to prepare, or why have fans pushed back on your article? I don't understand it. I don't get they're like, you know, it's it's okay. Look at college football, college football, but college football's in a healthier place yeah. in, in a way. There's more interest in college football than there is. College basketball, first of all, they have to fight NBA right now. They have to sure. fight the NFL. When college football starts, what else is going on, Rob? I mean, baseball. the NFL, has, yeah, baseball, and it's in the dog days of summer. Correct. I mean, not, nothing. Right. right. And college, let's, let's face it, college football, the ratings, there's only really one big day a week. Everybody can sit home on, on Saturdays and watch 90%, 95% of what goes on in college football uh, for the week. College basketball, I think you you can have that build up. You can have why not have it? What's the downside? In my opinion, there is none. There's none. Other than the coach, I, I guess the downside is that coaches don't feel like their teams are ready to see that level of competition. Yeah. But it's a it's a level playing field. It's not like one team has been playing six exhibition games and the other has played two. Um, and that's why I give Bruce Pearl and, and Scott Drew a lot of credit for what they did last night. I I agree with you. Um, I think that for the health of the sport and just college basketball to create buzz, to try to make waves alongside the NFL and the NBA and college football. And I mean, even you're, you're fighting the NHL too, you know, there, there's a lot going on. So in order to break through, and certainly I think college hoops has done that at times, but it's been because there's been an iconic player. You know, when Zion Williamson all of a sudden was doing what he was doing, College hoops becomes a big thing. Um, I don't. We had think champions, that... Rob. We had champions until it got pushed back. Because yeah, right. And that was a that was a great event Correct. to start the season. That would that had. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. My only thing is that I I know that the coaches feel like they want to see more real games before they start playing big time teams. But I I think that if college basketball is going to grow and survive, we need more of those types of events like you pitched. I mean that, or even one-offs like like Auburn and Baylor did, um, or USC and Kansas State did. I, I commend all four of those programs for saying, you know what, we're going to go out and play this. And I love them at their home atmospheres. No, I and I would prefer home. them to be home and homes, but you know, whatever look, we'll take be- whatever we can get right Correct. now. Um, so I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm surprised that the pushback has been so substantial on your article. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just, again, I don't understand that. Maybe it's because you're not a good writer. Maybe you just didn't put it into words. Well, maybe not. I I might not have been, uh, clear enough, concise enough with my, uh, verbiage, Robert. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk a little big 10. Cause I, I think the big 10 probably other than that Auburn Baylor game, and USC, Kansas State, you know, USC certainly looked good. And Isaiah Collier looked great in that that first half. For, yes, he did. Uh, for the Trojans. I would say the Big Ten to me uh, probably will get the most kind of maybe pushback right now. Because, I mean, again, you have a top five team, a team I picked to win the Big Ten this year, the Michigan State Spartans, and they go out and lay an egg against James Madison right out of the gates. And And here's the deal, Rob. If this were a revamped Michigan State team, if this were a team like Indiana, who we'll talk about in a minute, you know, lost four starters 
right? And, yeah. and they come out and they lose this game. We all would have given Izzo a complete mulligan, right? We would okay, we get it. They're going to get better. You know, they, Izzo had to throw a new team together. Well, like he he didn't, Rob. He had most of his team back from a yeah. year ago. He added some some freshmen that are really talented that he's going to have to try to figure out what their roles are and if he needs to expand those roles. Um, how shocked were you that Michigan – I mean, you had to be like – I was I'm, shocked. I on was the shocked. shocking meter of 0 to 10, is it is it an, a 10? Yeah, it's a 10. Yeah. Michigan – Tom Izzo's never lost a November home game. Is that the stat that I saw um, until the James Madison game? I think there's just so many reasons to be surprised. And I, I had a little more caution on Michigan State compared to you because they did almost go 500 in league play last year. But they bring back great guards. They bring back experience, and they bring in a freshman class that is is elite. Yep. Um, funny how your tune has, has kind of changed <laughs> a little bit here. Listen, and just, I haven't given up. On, I'm, no, I'm, I know, and I, I haven't. Either. I have yeah. not either. Right. But you know, I I did some of the Bulls preseason games, and I just was following along as they got their season started, and they kind of laid an, an egg on night one. And Zach Levine, who I played with and and really like, had a quote where it was like, you know, we just didn't come out with the sense of urgency that we needed to. And you're like, it's right. night one. Right. And I kind of felt that way about Michigan state too. And, you know, AJ Hogard didn't necessarily play well in their exhibitions and he definitely didn't play well um, outside of his shooting. You know, he didn't shoot the ball. Well, he had some threes go in and out, but he's not a guy that can play through his jumper. He needs to get in the paint. He needs to make plays for other people and he needs to push the tempo and take care of the basketball. And that, that's what he needs and, and lead the team, you know, um, Jay Nakins was very uninvolved at times. Malik Hall did not shoot it well, looked yeah. unconfident, looked like he didn't want to shoot. And I still think with Michigan State, I worry about teams just bludgeoning them in the paint. You know, I saw it last year with Purdue. Edie's numbers against them were insane. And look, he's he's a different beast in, in that regard. But I, I also watch Michigan State, and they they do the hard hedge almost to a fault. They, they hedge ball screens and jump out so early that you're just opening lanes to the rim to slip and and put your defense in rotation. So I, I thought James Madison played hard. I thought they, you know, they ended up out rebounding him. It was like 50 to 48, which that that's not like a crazy number, but the offensive rebounds and the timeliness of the offensive rebounds for James Madison. And I, I just, I thought they out-tough Michigan State. I thought they out-competed them. And honestly, Michigan State did not deserve to win the game. James Madison deserved so, to win. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, Use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, 
I got to let you know. We do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so could you see now an avenue where Michigan State duplicates what they did last year again this year? Where they go 11-9 and in conference play? Yes. I think they'll be better than that. I, I think I still have belief that they will be like a 13 or 14 win team in the Big Ten. But they, they have some holes in terms of that interior. And I thought Cohen Carr played really well. Got to the offensive glass, um, good cutter. He's a great athlete. We know that. Um, certainly had a couple times into the game where some freshman moments, maybe, you know, like uh, he he just he gave up the game tying bucket at the end of regulation because he just wasn't paying attention. Right. But I, I think he is a piece. Jeremy Fears will be interesting to see. You know, we we kind of thought that he would be a nice complimentary piece, yeah. but maybe he's a guy that you're going to look at him and say, well, if AJ Hogarth's not going to do it, then Jeremy fears, let's, let's give him a try. And then I, I just, see that. Xavier Booker, Xavier Booker seems like he is, is far away from earning Thomas trust. He he is no. not, not ready for Fears that. and Carr are going to be the ones that I think is, is going to have to figure out like, all right, am I going to try to push buttons with Hogarth with fears and see if yeah. it works? And if it doesn't, I'm, I'm riding with fears. But Hogard ended the season last year playing so well. He was so good in the NCAA tournament, and he looks like a different guy so far. Uh, and they need him. And and I will say, Tyson Walker, I, I thought his handle looked tight, and he, it was like he was playing one on five. He's awesome. At the end of the game, he he was he was phenomenal scoring it. He he had to do it, and he That's he did. The only complaint you have is. Rob. He missed a bunch of one-on-ones, the front ends, and they missed a bunch of free throws. That that would be my only complaint about the way he played. But if there's one great thing about t- now, like if you're Michigan State, you're like, all right, we do have a dude. We no, do have and I, dude. I I love the action they run for him. It's simple. Yeah. Bring him off a pin down, yep. let him ball. Which he can do. I mean, I remember seeing him, I think it was his freshman year at North Northeastern, and I was blown away right away. I'm like, all right, Bill Cohen found another one here because he, he yeah. always does. And uh, you, you could see it, but um, all right, so Michigan State obviously struggles out of the gates. We're, we're concerned, but not ready to push the panic meter yet on Tom Izzo because 
He's if got- they came out against Southern Indiana and looked bad, I mean, they've had some terrible starts. The Tennessee game, they were awful to start yeah. the game, and they were not good against. I think they were down fourteen or fifteen. weren't good against James Madison. They, they have got to get off to better starts. That would be an, a cause for concern if they come out and look like that again. You know, they'll be fine at the Champions Classic. You watch. You watch. Izzo will have them ready next week in Chicago against Duke. And Their, uh, their bigs are going to have to play better because Kyle Filipowski is a different beast than what James Madison was throwing out there. Uh, JB or TJ Bickerstaff was – Remember was, a year ago. Hey, just he's not going to be ago. what Filipowski is. Sissoko uh, going up against Oscar. Now Oscar had just come back from injury. But Sissoko balled against all the best people. He balled against Gonzaga. He he balled against Kentucky. And it was like we didn't really see that guy the rest of the season after that. We did not. Uh, all right, so let, let's go through Purdue and Indiana because you were at both games this week. And, you know, again, Purdue, <laughs> Purdue we won't spend a ton of time on Purdue but because they, they absolutely drilled Sanford. Uh, Bucky McMillan and his five seven and a half guard uh, didn't really hold up for long. I kind of uh, think that pissed Purdue off, honestly. You did. I, I understand why Sanford did that, but I I don't think they felt like it was funny. It was like mocking almost, like, like yeah. Especially yeah. after last year's NCAA tournament deal, I don't think they found that amusing, and <laughs> the score reflects that. <laughs> the score certainly reflects that about uh, the result. What did you learn from Purdue? I did not watch a minute of that game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what work. did you learn? You don't, you don't work. You don't watch the best team. I was at Northeastern BU. I was trying to watch a competitive game. <laughs> um, actually, I went to two games that night. I, I, I yeah. saw a, a women's game with nice. UMass Lowell and uh, two Israeli um, women that I had written a story about. I wanted to go there and, and support them. All right. So you actually uh, were working for a change. Good I, on I you. I, I tried to work a little bit. So, yeah, all know. right. So here, here's my take. Like my biggest question is, and I don't know if you could see this against Sanford. That's the problem. My, I, I have two big questions on Purdue. One is how, how are Zach Eady and Trey Coppin Ren going to coexist and play together? Um, two, Braden Smith and the pressure that he felt last year uh, being the only real ball handler. Can Lance Jones help in that? Yeah, I, I think he he alleviates some of that. He's got some burst. He's not afraid. Um, he's not the biggest guy. Lance Jones is not. He's only six foot, but he is can he be a six, six foot. He's that six foot really? six one. He's not. He's not oh. big. Um, but, but I do think that he can alleviate some of those pressures. Sanford's a team that presses a lot. You know, they were like top fifty in turnover rate last year um, in terms of the force and turnovers. They'll zone press you. They'll man press you. They'll run and jump you. They'll go. Th- I mean, they threw every defense at Purdue in the book. Um, so I, I think that not that they can pressure the way that Arkansas can. And I honestly, I thought Purdue handled Arkansas's full court pressure okay. It was their half court pressure that really bothered them. But I, I, I do think that uh, you know, there's not many teams that can pressure the way that Arkansas is going to be able to with the athletes, the length, and the the size positionally that they have. Um, so I, I think Lance Jones helps in that regard. I also, my biggest takeaway, and I'll get to the, the Trey Coffin run Zach Eady four five deal is that the young Purdue players can really raise their ceiling. Okay. Cam Heidi is a guy that I think is going to play. And I think that you throw him out there, six, seven, good athlete can make an open shot. Yep. That that's something that Purdue needs. They, they need guys like that. Um, he can he can straight line drive the basketball. I think defensively he's not 
you know, he, he was in the program last year, redshirted because he broke his foot his senior high school. So I think he's got a good base from what's going on. And I think he's got the physical tools to guard some people at six, seven. So he's going to help. And then miles Colvin is, is like a Jay Nivey level athlete. Yeah. He is. His dad's Roosevelt Colvin. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like this dude, is, he's got the genes that are pretty good. His sister's yeah. a stud on the Purdue volleyball team. Um, I think Miles is further behind Cam, and rightfully so, because Cam's been on campus for a year or two. Um, from a understanding of what's going on, especially defensively. But I'm telling you, Miles Colvin is not bashful. When he gets in, he is trying to score, and he is talented enough to come in and change a game. And he can do that, I think, in a game this week. And he could do that even if he hasn't really played in a game in, in January, if if Coach Paint's not happy with some people. Um, as for the four against Sanford, it didn't matter. You know, Trey Coffin, Ren, and Edie but how, can coach But you this. can visualize it a little but bit. But I, I think it's a matchup-based thing. Yeah. I think that at times it will be Mason Gillis. I think at times it will be maybe even a Caleb first, although I think he'll play more at the five. And I think you could even see Cam Heidi there. I, I think that it will be a ride the hot hand, depend on the matchup, and if they can play two posts together. Um, it certainly helped that Trey Kaufman Red made two free throws and made a three. You know, like that, that and Purdue made 16 threes. You know, if they shoot like that, I mean they were up by I think 38 points at half or something like that. And Edie had seven points. And they hit everybody else. They are playing with more pace, though. Braden Smith is trying to push the basketball. They're they're trying to get out and play faster, advance the ball. Work? Well, does that work with 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 I think it can because he he can run up and down. He he's a freak. He is a freak athlete for his size. I I really think they'll try to play faster. And uh, yeah, I I just I was really impressed. They play with an edge. They played pissed off. And I I so, think that that that's they're deep. Right? How they're gonna play? They are they're deep. But I feel like again, yes, the, the Cam Heidi's um, are gonna take minutes away from some of those other guys that maybe have been in the program that. Um, I think Painter had been loyal to in, in a way, but you got to be more athletic. I, yeah. I think Paint knows that more than anything is you've got to be more athletic when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Uh, you can play a lot of different guys and play some different ways. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be more fun to watch this year for sure. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash G-O-O-D to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Indiana. Let's get on to Indiana uh, because I, I think they're the most intriguing team of the three that we've talked about because you yeah. just don't know yet. Like, you no, have a I, good they, idea of Purdue. Mike Woodson taught more at shoot-around yesterday than I've ever seen him in, in, really? in his third year here. So I've, I've been going to his games for, for two years now, and there was more teaching in their shoot-around about, you know, basic defensive principles, rotations, 
they they lost six of their top nine guys from last year. And I think even the guys that do return, you know, Xavier Johnson only played nine games. And Trey Galloway was a good role player, but a role player. And his role is different now. And Malik Renew has a new role. Yeah. Um, on top of that, with, with Galloway and Xavier Johnson, they're going to be tasked with leading the team, which was clearly race and trace um, last year. So you've got that going there as well. And then, uh, yeah, I, I just I think Mike Woodson is is going to have to really mix and match. And their roster is interesting. Uh, I will say Khalil Ware was engaged last night. He, he affected was. the game in a big way. He had a double-double. Um, for those guess- that didn't know, for those that don't know, let me just kind of recap. They were down with about 10 minutes left in the second half. Their offense looked atrocious in the first half. Yeah, offensively, they are not – they don't have an identity yet. They are – at times, you're like, what but is they the beat, purpose? They, they ended up beating Florida Gulf Coast. They ended they up – They did, yes, yes. Without Isaiah game. Thompson, who is their best player. Um, right. They so- – my biggest just, thing w- watching that game was I thought putting Gabe Cuffs in there for, for Mackenzie and Baca was the game changer. Yeah. I mean, he he changed the game with his defensive pressure, and Indiana ramped it up as a unit, too. I mean, they started the, – the drives to the paint for a while for Florida Gulf Coast were just – I mean, they were getting whatever they wanted. And Indiana, you know, I, I feel like they have a little bit of that NBA mentality from a help defense perspective of, like, be at the nail, which in the NBA is one thing. But at the college level, like some of these, there's not even action. Right. The ball is coming towards you, and you've got Malik Renew trying to guard a shooter. He's just not close enough to the shooter. That happened like four times. Chase Johnston is, is Florida Gulf Coast's probably best pure shooter. Maybe it's Isaiah Thompson, but probably Chase Johnston. And they just they got lucky like four or five times, but they just weren't guarding him. I mean, they were treating him like he was a non-shooter. So I, I think on both ends, they, they've got a long ways to go. They're really athletic. They need to get out and push the tempo. I think they need to get out and pressure. That's how they can impact and help their offense is is forcing some turnovers, making teams uncomfortable. And for a long time, they did not dictate anything defensively. But when they came back, they were dictating what Florida Gulf Coast was doing. So um, they moved the ball when they went through that stretch too. Cups turned it with his intensity defensively. And then they started actually moving the ball and getting it deep to Renault. They got they got Renault when Xavier Johnson made plays. Um they got Florida Gulf Coast into some rotations for so long it was like there's just nothing a lot of standing, a lot of watching. They're clearly trying to figure it out and and they're they're gonna get better. They have so many new pieces. Peyton Sparks didn't play. Um you know not that he he could have helped but that's not like a game changing he's not gonna start for them. He'll come off the bench. Um I do have a good story though from the game last night. So I'm uh, usually there's a room at assembly hall that we can use to use the bathroom. But last night, for some reason, it was um, being used by something else. And it's not normally a problem, but there's not many bathrooms in the the floor level of assembly hall. And across from the announcer's table, there is a single toilet that's in this, but like anyone can use it. So there's a line. So I'm, there's like seven minutes to go for the game. And I'm waiting in line for the bathroom. I finally get in there and I'm like, I gotta hurry. So I do I use the bathroom and I get done and I'm walking out and there's an Indiana fan that's kind of like standing. He's he didn't he's waiting to come in. Yeah. So it's not like he's doing anything wrong, but he's standing in the door. So I kind of tried to slide through. And somehow I caught my back pocket on like the the clip that where the lock would go in and I ripped my pants. <laughs> Ripped it. 
my back pocket is like totally ripped out of my dress pants. So I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't know how bad it was. I was afraid it might be like all the way. It, it sounded awful. But <laughs> but luckily my coat was covering it. And then I'm like, I got to stand up and do an interview. And people are going to think my pants are ripped. And it, it was it was terrible. <laughs> it was truly. Nobody said anything though. Only nope. the stage manager. But I kind of, I was like, I think I just ripped my pants. Because yeah, I can see that's hanging, hanging down off the back. So you lost the suit out of this deal last night? I hope that I can maybe patch the pocket, but that looks pretty jank, probably. I'm going to see if I can salvage this, but... The good thing is you're making big bucks now. Yeah, big bucks. So I, I think you're all right. I, I was going to... Listen, I was going to tweet some, but I didn't know how uh, how you take it. I was going to tweet last night that I, I, I can't believe Indiana fans and students, um, how can you let Robbie Hummel come into Bloomington and, and can, can we slash his tires or something like like the we, first game i ever did in indiana it was northwestern iu romeo langford hit like a game-winning floater it was a good game um but i'd never been there as an announcer and i was sitting at the table just like reading over stuff i was calling the game with brandon gone and this older gentleman who was i bet he was 75 came up and like i was reading my my sheets i was just holding like something like this and like looking at it reading over it and this guy taps me on the shoulder and he's like, they're letting you call the game. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here to call the game. And he goes, it's a tragedy that they would let you call it. <laughs> and he was dead ass serious. And I was, I was, I thought he was maybe kidding. Right. Like, right. Who said that to somebody, you know, like and I get the rivalry. I understand. I get it. And I was like, well, you know, I didn't know what to say. So I just kind of said, well, I'm I'm just here to do my job, you know, like something lame that someone that's never been approached like this before would say. And he points to the top of Assembly Hall and goes, they should make you call the game from up there. <laughs> <laughs> and But you know what? It wouldn't be a good rivalry if he was like, welcome to Assembly Hall. You know, like totally. that's, that's no, not it's a rivalry. This, even if this dude was 75 years old and I was 29, it, it's a hilarious story. It's pretty I funny. feel like it's different now, too. Like, kids, I mean, a lot of students, honestly, they don't remember you even playing for Purdue. They don't. It was well, so tell that to the student ago. last night that was yelling obscenities at me and then talking about fairly Dickens. Really? <laughs> tell that to that kid, huh? All right. He all remembered right. or he, he knew. Yeah, no, there's a bunch that, that, that I'm getting to the don't. point where I'm I'm old. I'm old. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, it must suck to be like you because you're really old. I am really old. I'm really fucking old. Um, did Was there anything? I'm going out there this weekend uh, before Champions Classic. I'm going to see uh, uh, they play uh, Army. I'll be so, there. Huh? I'll be, I'll be back. Are you going for that? Are you doing that game? Yeah. You're doing the Army game? Yeah. With who? I think Matt Schumacher again. We're running the crew back. You should go. Uh, uh, we got a. There's a big volleyball game at one o'clock. If you want to come with me and tell you, big big volleyball game. Jeff, you go to shoot around. What do you, you, you do? Things when you call the game. You don't just go to volleyball games the day of the game. Why not? You've already. You just went to shoot around the other day. How much has changed? Because I I have principles. I'll talk to Coach Woodson about what he's what he's done the last couple of days. All right, all right, that's fair. That's a valid question. The offense didn't look like it was flowing all that well. How can that change? Very valid, very valid. I'd <laughs> love to know his answer on that one. Um, maybe bringing more shooters that would help. That's uh, the thing is that floor is going to be 
And, and you know what? You know who played well last night was Trey Galloway. He yeah. he led him in scoring. But I just I'm I'm curious as his volume of shots goes up and maybe the shot quality goes a little bit down because you don't have Hutchifino and you don't have Trace who facilitate. What happens to his percentage? Right? I think he took two last night and made one. It wasn't high volume again, but he That's he's fine. just a good he's just a good player. He, he's, he's a good a great, he's a good basketball player. He's a great like fifth guy to have on the on the totally totally. But Xavier Johnson is gonna need. To, to be a little bit more assertive, probably he's going to need to make shots. He hasn't looked necessarily comfortable doing that, though. Right. You Agreed. know, I, and not that he can't do it because I've seen him score. I wonder but if he's, I, he's done that with other guys around him who were this first option, second option. And it's just like it. But I, I didn't feel like their offense was generating anything for anyone, really. You know, it just he's trying to be a point. Goal. That's why to me, transition is their friend. Any made or missed shot, I just think they got to get it and let him use his speed and try to find and steal some buckets. Yeah, because even their bigs, and they've got kind of three of them, I still think Mbaka is a four. But whatever the case, he can go. Uh, Khalil Ware can go. Renew can go. Like, all those guys are athletic bigs. And and I think they they are pretty high on, on the Sparks kid from Ball State. He's fine. I mean, he put up numbers. He's a good backup. They they like him, and he's – He's big and apparently more athletic than he was last year. So, was there anything like Bob Knight when you were there? I'm, like, I'm curious for Sunday. Obviously, I think Sunday they'll do something. I would assume because it's Army. Yeah. And last they had, it was the Bill Garrett game. So yeah. Bill Garrett was the first African American player to start in in a Big Ten conference game, and uh, they they honored him. So that was already planned. Got it. Uh, there was things around the arena that yeah. said, you know, in remembrance of of Bob Knight. Um, not a whole lot though but they also did stuff i know at the exhibition game against marion they had already done that but that, that i would assume fun, they'll do something. you know there's no public the, the, the part that has surprised me there's no like public memorial there's been, there, nothing like that the family didn't really want anything like that yeah. and uh that, that i don't know i just feel like that's sad to me it's sad yeah. that you don't have a day legitimately a day devoted to bob knight where you're bringing in former players to honor him. Um, now they'll do it. They'll eventually, I would hope, build a statue out front. But no, it's, they, I'm sure that's, you would think that's coming. You know, there's yeah. still some people at Indiana though that are associated with Bob Knight in the terms of like they work for him. You know, Dr. Rank is still there. Yeah. Tim Garl is still there. You know, those guys knew him really well. Yep. Uh, but I, I do agree. It would have, you would think that there'd be something like former player wise. Yeah. But I haven't. Maybe they did do that. I. I mean, I. I don't know. It was the game was on for Marion B, BTN Plus, so I. I don't know if they did do something in the arena um, during a timeout or. But I would assume that with the Army connection, there will be something there. Um, don't you have a good game Friday night? Yeah, uh, Ohio State Texas A and M. Yeah, that's a good one. That's A and M. Is Julius Marble suspended? I, Something's I, I going on. Uh, uh, yes, he Buzz Williams hasn't gotten in exactly what it is, but it's got to be a suspension. He he had there had to be something legally. It sounds like going on right now. But he's still on the team. I believe he's still on the team, but can't practice, can't play. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio State didn't play all that well against Oakland. They no, they were they were in danger of losing. I mean, Holtman. Listen, I, I love I love Chris, but he's got to win this year. Like he can't. He cannot have another year anything similar to what happened a year ago, or those fans are going to chase him out of Columbus. They've, they've got the talent to be good this year. I was yeah. kind of surprised, and I haven't watched the game yet. I, I will this afternoon. 
I was surprised to see that Jameson Battle started at what looked like the three. Yeah, you, they started Evan Mahaffey as yeah. well. Shocking. I just thought that they would go battle with the four to kind of use his that as a mismatch for him being able to drive and shoot. Um, and I, I don't think uh, about Scotty Middleton didn't didn't drive or he didn't start either. No, but he was good. I think Middleton. Yeah, he had a bunch of offensive rebounds. Middleton was fine. Um, Roddy Gale was good. He was good. And Zed Key, who's lost a bunch of weight and I think came off the bench. He did. He, he can score. The big thing with Zed is is defensively, and Akparo will give him that defense and that length, but he's not going to give you really anything offensively. He's like, not going to score with his back to the basket as much. Not like Zed Key can. Yeah. Uh, so you got that Friday, and then you're going to are you going to go to Xavier Purdue Monday or no? I don't. I don't know. I thought about. I thought about going, but it's a night off for you. I'm gone so much, and I could definitely get ahead for the next week. I maybe. I might go if, if Xavier was really good, which yeah. I don't think they're going to be early. Well, they're just so hurt. They're so injured. You know? Yeah, I mean, two two starters, two of your best players are out for the year. You're doing a show. Uh, we are. Yeah, we're doing a show after. Yeah, Man. you always know how to get get a free trip and, and a day rate. Well done. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we 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 forked over. I got Dawson to fork over for the nice hotel right on campus. And that's the Union Hotel is legit. That's that's good. You guys could even walk to the game if they, you wanted to. They got a big time hotel. Where where do you stay in Bloomington, by the way? Where's your spot? I can't divulge that information. What do you mean? They're they're, they're all about the same. I've done all of them. Yeah, I I was at the Spring Hill Suites this last time. It's fine. It's fine. They need a they need a big time hotel there. They, they don't. Need, yeah, I don't. The best I don't one think, I think is a graduate. But I don't like staying at graduates because I want hotel points. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I'm, if I'm going to be out, I don't want to waste on a, a hotel that I can't get points at. The courtyard in Bloomington's awful. I stayed there. Um, actually, we stayed there when I was playing, and surveillance video caught a drunken student peeing on our bus. It's a bad spot. <laughs> It's a bad, that one's not great. The Hyatt's actually, the Hyatt might be other than points. The Hyatt's decent, but again, I'm trying to stay at Hilton or Marriott, mostly Marriott. You know what's good for for me? They got a sweet green now in in Bloomington. Sweet green's good. Great. Big time. For my family. I think we we turned you on the sweet green. What's that? Didn't we put you on the sweet green? Maybe. You might have. We did. I like it. I like it. It is good. It's, It's good. All right. Well, listen, uh, thanks for everybody for joining. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll have some some really good games again to talk about next week. Again, Rob's got Ohio State, Texas A&M Friday. I'll be at Duke, Arizona. Uh, we'll do something after Champions Classic. We'll probably uh, do a pod maybe Wednesday, depending on Rob's schedule, or Thursday next week, and we'll break it all down for you. But uh, thanks for joining us. Good minute, humble pod, and we'll see you next week.